Hey, I'm Rob. I'm Katie. And welcome back to Chillin' with Rob and Katie. Yeah, we're back. And good. Oh, uh, I was um, just saying hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a long day. Yeah. Actually, it hasn't. It just feels like it has. That's I don't know. True. I've just been really tired. Maybe my, it's because my allergies are kicking my ass. Yeah. You haven't been feeling the greatest the last couple of days from your allergies, so that would make sense. It's probably this new strain of COVID, monkeypox, and stupidity all mixed into one. And then I got that in like a double dose. So we'll then, see what happens. Uh, if you could just like stay on that half of your room. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep the half with the door. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, we're back. It's been a while. Last week, we gave you guys a little bonus episode with our grandbabies. We missed them. Yeah, that was so much fun. We recovered after a couple of days. But <laughs> it was really just awesome. I don't know, I had a great time, but... It was really it, good to see everybody yeah. and, you know, get to meet Sean. and yeah, just to, Yeah, you know, just see everybody being so happy, you know? I liked it. Yeah. It was nice to see everyone smiling again. And the girls are so big. So A lot of memories packed into a weekend. Like, it's just crazy to me. But I love it. <clears throat> and there's just some moments that I'll never forget. Yeah. A lot of sweet moments. Yeah. And funny moments. Definitely. Uh, yeah. They love the chickens. They love the chickens. And they like getting the eggs. Love getting the eggs. That was cute. Lucy really liked the chicken. She would just walk over to him by herself. She didn't care. Yeah, she just put her hand, like, in the fence and let them bite her fingers. And then she would go, ow, and look at us like we did something. It's like, yeah. why are you putting your hand in there? You know what you're doing. I want to pet kinda, the chicken. Yeah. Well, they don't want to be pet. <laughs> but when Michaela did hold Michaela chicken. Yeah. She did get to pet her, and then she gave her a hug and kiss. Yes. Which was the most adorable thing ever. I am so happy I caught that on video. What need, a precious moment. We need to make something out of that video. Yes. But yeah, it was good times. Very good times. Can't wait for the next one. Definitely. I'm going to hit the gym a little before the next one, though, because damn, they got some energy. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean... Needing days to recover? Wow. That just tells me I'm getting old as shit. I mean, to be fair, we're not used to that environment. Our environment is usually very calm and yeah, not not that many people. I mean, not this whole loud. week, we barely left the house, and it was just the two of us and the dogs and the chickens and the dead blue jay now. Yeah, that was sad. We had to bury a blue jay today. We found it dead in the yard. Yeah. Poor little guy. Looked like he, uh... She was the bright one. Oh. oh no, so that's the male, right? Because the males are the pretty ones. I want to say... the so females really are just the picky ones. They're like, hey, you're, you're hot enough, come on. <laughs> I want to say that's how it is. Um, nice. Kind of like how it is with cardinals, you know. It's how it is with and most humans. species. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. But anyway. Just calling yourself glorious. Yeah. I love it. I love you. I like to prune my feathers every once in a while. 
But yeah. But yeah, it got a proper burial. And uh it's got a little <laughs> little tombstone. <laughs> um nothing's written there, but yet. I need to get a little chisel set so I can chisel out here lies my daddy blue jay or something. <laughs> here lies Jay. Yeah. Here, lo- <laughs> here lies BJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's gonna happen. <clears throat> Gotta mark today on the calendar too so we can put it on there. Well now we have the podcast to uh remind us. So This is true. That's kinda cool. I guess I'll have to listen to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're back and like we said a couple weeks ago, we were gonna talk about the next level of the relationship house. So we're now on the third level. Yay! Yay! This one's a big one, guys. Like, it sounds easy. It sounds super easy, and you probably think you do this, but I promise, if you're if you're not careful, it, these things will creep up on you. Okay. So. What we're going to talk about today is turning towards your partner instead of away. So we also say bids and turns, right? Um, a bid, it would be a bid for attention. I'm asking for your attention in some way, you know, and a turn, you either turn towards your partner or away from your partner. Right? So if I turn away from Katie, then I'm ignoring her statement or I'm dismissive of whatever she said. Or whatever she needs. If I turn towards her, that means I put down my phone or I put down Minecraft or whatever I'm doing <laughs> and I pay attention to what she needs, give it the appropriate, you know, response, and then I can go back to my shit. <laughs> it seems easy, like Katie said, because it's common courtesy. These are manners that we all are taught, you know. Grandma beat them over your head with a wooden spoon. <laughs> you learn these manners as a kid. But as an adult, how many times do you really follow it in your relationship with your partner and with other people? How dismissive are you actually being to other people? How selfish are you being with your time? The greatest gift you can give anybody is your time. Because non-refundable there's nothing that can replace that so think about that I think with turns and bids like I said before it sounds really simple but when you do things like if you're talking with your significant other or you're trying to talk with your significant other and they're sitting on their phone you ask them a question and they just sit on their phone that just says they're not interested in hearing what you have to say, and that might not even be the case, but that's what's communicated by not putting the phone down, not making that eye contact, not giving that attention, not giving that focus. And really, I mean, if you need if you need a minute, just be like, hold on, I'm, I'm right in the middle of something, I need like a minute, or I need like three minutes and then I'll come in and then I'll get you, is that okay? And then that way you've communicated that you understand that they have made a bid for your attention and you've made it understood that you are in something in that moment, but if they need it now, 
that's open. So it just kind of opens everything up and you're laying all the cards on the table. And then they can respond like, okay, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Or this is really important. We need to talk about this or I need to show you this right now. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so important <clears throat> is the statistics show it. I mean, they did a study where they took a bunch of uh, married couples, right? And gave them six years. Six years later, they got in contact with the couples and found out if they stayed together, if they were divorced, if what happened, you know, like, how did it work out? And so what they found out was that after the six years, 86% of the time, uh, couples that did not turn towards each other, did not give each other that proper attention and response, ended in divorce. Versus only 33% of the time for people who actually took the time and turned towards their partner. So if that doesn't show you like it's a big factor paying attention to someone else instead of being selfish is gonna take you way further <laughs> in a relationship of any kind and then then you realize so yeah I one of the biggest ones I've seen is um, like when people make a bid like I really need a hug some people don't understand the need for a hug because they just don't understand that's not their thing but to that other person it might be really important to them they might be going through something or they just are really craving that physical closeness physical attention whatever so even though it might not really matter to you keep in mind that it might really matter to them so if it's not going to hurt you, but it's going to make them happy, it would probably be better to do the thing that makes them happy if yeah. it's, you know. Within reason. Yeah. You know? I mean, got yeah. Because I got some friends that will ask for some obnoxious shit and no, I'm not doing any of it. <laughs> so. No. But like within your, your relationship, like. Yeah, it. Give them the hug if it's really that big of a deal. Unless, yeah. like, hugs are a big boundary for you. And if or, that's a boundary, express yeah. that. Yeah, those are things you got to, you know, those will be the outliers that you have to communicate amongst yourselves. Back to those foundations. But, yeah, by this point, you got your foundations. You know who each other are. You, you're sharing positive affirmations towards each other. So... Giving that person an attention isn't that big of a deal. And a bid can be something as simple as a wink or a smile. Mm-hmm. Like, are you paying attention? Here's a little smile. And that's enough if you smile back. Yeah, if you just frown or just look away real quick or whatever. Or act like you didn't see it, then how, how do you think that would make you feel if like you were trying to give a little hey i love you to somebody and they just ignored it you'd feel like dog shit 
Yeah, and, you know, honestly, I'm sure a lot of people have exactly felt like that, you know? I'm sure most of us have gone through something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. And with all of this, guys, you know, adjust it. Work it within your morals, values, and whatever you want in your life. Yeah, maintain your like, personality and who you are. Yeah, you don't have to change who you are fundamentally. It's just little tweaks on how you treat another person how you communicate with that person and how you respond yeah and how you respond if you show vulnerability they'll show vulnerability you build trust you build respect and commitment you learn about each other then all of a sudden it's someone you don't want to give up and you don't you keep working at it you keep nurturing it so that's what we're trying to get at here. Um, with bids, though, <clears throat> it says the Gottmans, you know, they have a bunch of research and everything, and that's where we're getting all this information. It says in general, women make more bids than men. But in healthiest relationships, both partners are comfortable in making all kinds of bids. So it's important to make sure that you're paying attention to those bids because even though you know the statistics say that women make more bids, it's not going to be that for every relationship. So just giving your partner that attention, even alone just noticing those bids mm-hmm. will make your partner feel better. Yeah, and then some like not every bid is so direct, you know, or flirtatious or anything like that. Sometimes it could be like, yo, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Like, Oh, do you want me to finish the dishes? Yeah. What you need help with? You know, that's all it is. It's a bid for something. They need something right there, you know? Yeah. Um, like, if Katie asks, how do I look? Then be that honest. means that she put something on or did something different that I need to pay attention to. And sometimes I notice and sometimes I don't. And I'll look at her if I don't. I'll be like, you took a shower? <laughs> You're clean? I-, I love it. But but that makes me laugh. <clears throat> and then I realize that I need to be a little bit more specific. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes the change that you think you're presenting is so significant and huge. But in reality, it's... Just a small portion of who you are. And I guarantee the part that you're working on, like, oh, my God, I, I got to work on my makeup skills or I got to, you know, get my arms looking he- super hefty, you know, <laughs> whatever your deal is, your partner probably doesn't give two shits about it. They already love you. And they wouldn't be there if they didn't. Yeah. So, just kind of remember that, okay? Um, Other things like, do you like my drawing? Or do you like, you know, how are the cookies? How is food? Um, Anything where they're asking you those kind of questions. You know, did you hear about this thing? Uh, Did you hear a joke? Play with me? You know, just... 
whatever they're doing and they try to get your attention and draw you into a conversation. Or even just reaching your hand out to hold hands while you're out at the store. Exactly. Something to get their attention. Yeah. And those are your bids, you know? So I don't know what they are in your relationships, but take some time and look at them every once in a while and be like, oh, I completely fucked that one up. Gotcha. You know, because you'll miss them. And I miss them. Everybody misses them. But the the big thing here is how you do things, right? How you respond. Do you yeah. turn away or do you turn towards? And like we said, turning away is the bad thing, right? That's huge, huge problem. And it causes a big rift between people. And this is where people say we grow apart. Stop going towards each other. Stop asking those questions. You stop communicating. You stop learning how the other person's growing along with you. You stop feeling loved. Yeah. And then your bids go to other people or wherever, and that's it. That's the end. So keep your bids in turns towards each other. That's, you know, what we're trying to get you to do. But again, as he said earlier, if the bid is inappropriate, do not towards it, you know, like you need to make sure to maintain healthy boundaries, but that's for you and your partner or whoever that you're working with is, you know, you have to determine that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have to be, you know, what's right and wrong, you know, so do your best. That's what we try to tell everybody. But anyway, how do you turn towards somebody? Katie, how do you turn towards somebody? Well, um, an example that I was using earlier, hand-holding in uh, the grocery store. A lot of times when we're out shopping, if I get distracted or I'm looking at something, you just reach your hand out and then then I, I go over to you and I hold your hand because I want to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to, you know, kind of wake me out of my... ADHD hmm. zoning of all of the yummy smelling candles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the candy aisle is what she was trying to say. Candy, candles, same thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. But that bid for attention, I also really enjoy that bid because it tells me that he was thinking of me and he wants me there just as much as I want to be there. And I've kind of lost focus of what is most important to me. Because I'm not going to buy that candle. I just wanted to stop and smell it. Mm -hmm. But we do need to get on with the shopping. Five minutes is enough. (laughs) Uh Exactly. I love it when we do that, though. Because it's so rare to see people just, like, holding hands in the store anymore. Everyone's so distant and angry. I think COVID did a big number on that. I I think it's so too. But it's unfortunate because there's so much to be happy for. But I notice a lot of older couples, like they just, they'll hold each other really close and lean on each other and it's so cute. Yeah, well, they don't have much time left. Oh, (laughs) ouch. You gotta hold on to what you got for as long as you can. (laughs) (laughs) Holding on for dear life. (laughs) Don't leave yet. The car's not paid off. <laughs> Don't go into the light. 
Don't go till the mortgage is done. <laughs> Just a few more years. That's so shit. And then we God. can retire. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not how you bid and turn, guys. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh man. Yeah, that's one way to get out of a relationship. <sighs> Unless you're people like us who just, you know, yeah, we just shit talk all the time. Yeah, constantly. But that's our love language, you know. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, going back to how do you turn toward your partner? I mean, it's pretty simple. You. Give them attention when they when they say something. Listen to them. Respond. Yep. Put your, put phone, your down. phone down. This is one thing. Phones are the greatest thing. I love our smartphones right now. And Katie will tell you. I will go and search out the newest, shiniest phone, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I want it." For hours. For hours. Hours. It, I I can sit on a YouTube bend for like a whole evening and just research every speck, every little detail. Andy. So, I get how addicting these things are. And I catch myself doing this sometimes. And Katie, too. One of us will have a bid, you know, you like reach over or just say, hey, I love you. Or, hey, what's going on? Or, what you thinking? That's my favorite one. What you thinking? <laughs> and, uh. One of, whoever asked the question, the other person normally will respond. You know, probably a good 50 50 chance we'll put our phones down. Now, if it becomes another question on top of that, we'll pause what we do. I've noticed that. Like, I pay attention to how we do it because we tell people what to do. You know, I'm not going to bullshit. Yeah, We're not this, perfect at it. Yeah, this is exactly what we do. But we've been making, or I know I've been making a really big effort to pause TikTok. God, fuck TikTok. <laughs> or reels. You get sucked into both. You can't even do anything like that without videos popping up everywhere. <laughs> and so I'll pause it. I'll put my phone actually laying down so I cannot see the screen anymore. And I'll look at Katie and I'll interact with her however she needs. Sometimes I don't give a shit. Sometimes I do. <laughs> but either way, she needs that attention right then. So I give it to her. And she's been doing the same for me. She gets hooked on these games. Oh, my God. It's, I'm sorry, it's the ADHD. You gotta follow the dopamine. <sighs> right now, it's Minecraft and Evermerge and, um, yeah. She gets on these games and just, she won't talk for hours. She won't eat. She won't do anything. She'll just play the game. I'm like, the crackhead. <laughs> Nothing else basically exists in my world. I don't think about food. I don't think about water. I don't think about breathing. I there's am just yeah. zoning. Yeah, there's been times where I'm like, hey, nothing. <laughs> like, Get off of Tinder already. And then that gets her attention because she's like, how'd you know? <laughs> we just had this conversation. I was like, is Tinder the one that you swipe? I don't even know. He, do he, he You don't I'm even know. We don't know because we're, we're not Tinder people. You know, we 
we've been together since forever. Yeah. Since Jesus walked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, going back to the term, we're getting distracted off track. This isn't my life. But anyway, bids and turns. But yeah. Put the phone down, Put you know? Put the phone down. Look at them. Give them a little bit of attention. And a good thing to do is take some time, you know, between you and your your partner and designate like, all right, the rest of this week, let's like really be aware of our bids and turns. Like how much are we seeking attention from each other and how much are we actually turning away versus how good are we doing if there's anything to improve on? Um, yeah, notice like what your normal routine is and then just try to, you know, talk with each other and decide together what's, you know, what you can do better for each other and for yourselves and how you can make things better. Yeah, according to this one article here on Gottman.com, uh, some things to do when you're actually trying to review your guys' own relationship is what do I know about how I make bids? Like, I know for me, I reach out my hand. Or I put my phone down and I just crawl over to Katie and I just <laughs> interrupt everything that she's doing. <laughs> put her phone down, block it, lay on her belly, whatever it is. And I'm just like, you're going to pay attention to me now. It's hilarious. <clears throat> and it works. I mean, it's not like I really have a choice because now I just have this this man on top of me just like rubbing his face in my face saying please pay attention to me in the sweetest way and I love it very much my kid does it too <laughs> and I love that too yeah it's just phone block you, I mean there's you even like grab my hand and like put my hand down mm-hmm. if I'm too focused on my phone and sometimes that's the perfect way to make a bid because I don't recognize how sucked I am into that game or whatever yeah, it's just, I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, next one. Yeah. Could or should I get better at making bids and how? Because, mm-hmm. like I said before, sometimes you think something's real big and it's really, really not. You know, so maybe what, what bids were being ignored, which bids were being engaged with, you know? Mm-hmm. Try to figure that out between the two of you. Um, it says, how good am I at recognizing the difference between text and subtext? So, with text and subtext, that's the that's the part where it's like, I'm asking you for, like, how do I look? The, the, the subtext to that is, Pay attention to what I'm saying, you know? Or to the specific thing that I yeah, look, or how yeah, I look. Whatever. Yeah, pay attention to this. Um, so stuff like that. It's kind of reading underneath what the question is, but really, if you have any kind of conversations with anybody, you already do this naturally. Just... Pay attention to your partner and what they're saying, and you'll figure out what they need. And if not, ask. That is one of the best things you can do if you don't know. Just ask. Yeah, you're not a mind reader. 
Yep. And, you know, sometimes you have to remind your partner that you're not a mind reader and that you don't know their needs. I mean, you probably don't want to specifically say that because it might come across as a little rude. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, find a tactful way to say that. <laughs> um, you know, Rob and I are very secure in our relationship, so, you know, we can be a little bit more blunt like that with, with each other when we need to be. Um, but when you have to do that, it really, like, em- you know, emphasizes that we needed to focus on that. Yeah. Um, next one would be, what keeps me from making bids? <clears throat> so... For example, <coughs> sorry, Katie and her phone with the games, right? What keeps me from making bids sometimes is I'll look over and see how zoned in she is. She's having a great time. I don't want to disturb that or be I don't want to be ignored. One of the two. <laughs> and it's usually a combination. So that's when I won't make a bid. And I'm sure Katie has examples of when she won't. I, I do the same thing, actually. Hmm. Um, like, I'll look over at you and I'll want to say something or whatever. And you're just really zoned in. And I can tell that you are just not really interested in coming out of your little zone. So I'm like, okay, if it's important enough, um, later I'll tell him. Yeah. And usually I forget because it's not super important. Hmm. Uh, the next part would be what is my impulse for turning so what, what drives my turning towards or turning away like if I turn away from you it's cause I honestly am just annoyed or done with whatever topic it is I need to not think about that and there is you know, times where turning away may not necessarily be a direct result of you in the right. relationship. It could be someone is frustrated with an external situation and they're overstimulated and they might not be able to receive your your bids the way that you're hoping that they can. And you might have the best intentions, but sometimes people just are not in a space to receive your bids and you need to be able to recognize and respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. You said that perfectly. All right. Where was I? Okay. And then if you have an impulse to turn away or against more often than towards, why? Why is that your impulse? Why? Why are you doing that? Is it actually something against your partner that you're resenting or that you don't appreciate or whatever? Is it always just an inconvenient time? Like they they know you you like silence between six and seven or whatever. Maybe they know or don't know. But do you know? And then have you told your partner? Because if it's something they're doing, they can probably stop. Most people are willing to make a concession for somebody. Yeah. But if it's something like, oh, they know I don't like being interrupted when I'm playing my games and you're playing a game all day, you cannot expect this person to just sit around and wait for you to decide to be around. Exactly. So. It is a relationship. It is about more than just you. 
Mm-hmm. You can have time for you. So please don't, you know, mis- misunderstand what I'm saying there. It's important to have time and space for yourself. But it needs to be within reason if this is what you need for your relationship. Yeah, so... Yeah, you guys have to figure that part out for yourselves. Yep, it's all about you. <clears throat> what's healthy for you. Exactly. Now, when you're doing these uh, self-evaluations of your relationship, kind of try to figure out, are you closer to that 33% of people who turn towards each other and had, you know, only 33% of them divorced? The re- So they did good, but, you know. There are problems in relationships that happen that just sometimes you can't get past, right? So, what is it? 77% of those relationships lasted and they stayed together. Yes. Yeah, are, you, like are you in that percentile or are you in the 86 percentile that got divorced because you turned away more often than not? Yeah. You know, and you kind of... You work on all these things that we're talking about, and it takes time, dude. Like, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's a lot of practice. It takes years to get really kind of habit. Yeah. It's so, habitual, honestly, with us, I think. Just, a lot of it. And we still suck at some of it, so. Well, of course. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what the point of a relationship is, though. You're always growing, so you always need to be evaluating these things and trying to figure out how you can do better in the relationship and how you both can grow, you know, together in the relationship. Yep. And that leads to the last two questions. What does it feel like when my partner doesn't turn towards me? So like if I extend my hand and you ignore me, what does it feel like? Mm, It feels shitty. Like, oh, okay. But if you grab my hand, then yay, (laughs) you know, I win. (laughs) And it feels nice. But how does that feel towards me? So ask yourself that question. And also, how can I get better at turning towards that person? Like, if you notice all the things that you're doing to turn away, and you know why, is it something that you can work on to start turning towards the person? If it's simply just putting your phone down because you're so obsessed with it, Start doing it. It'll feel weird, but you can do it. Unless, like, you absolutely need to be on your phone. But most people do not need to be on their phone as much as they are. Yeah. I mean, if you're busy, you know, like you're closing on some $50 billion deal or something. Yeah, sure. Be on your phone, but just say, hey, I need a minute. I'll get right to you. If a bid's made like that and you can't respond immediately to say, can I have a minute or two? Or can I get back to you in like a few minutes because I need to finish this? Just be honest about what's going on. Don't try to overextend yourself, but don't try to just be like, oh, what, what do you want? What do you want? I'm busy. Yeah. You know, because if you come at them like that as a response, that's still a turn away. Yeah, you, you stopped what you did and you looked at them and gave them attention. But you made them feel like they're a burden. So watch how you turn towards or away. Because they can be good and bad, depending on how you approach it. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing for these ones. 
and turn towards and away. Pretty simple when you think about it. But then if you really think about it, it's something we all screw up a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's the human factor. We, we can't be perfect all the time, but we're always, you know, or we should always be trying to grow and learn and do our best and find ways to improve ourselves. Absolutely. And then to go along with this is understanding your love languages. Yes. As a couple. And as individuals. As individuals, too, and, you know, in any kind of relationship. We're going to post a love language uh, site quiz thing on our Facebook page for people to go ahead and take if you'd like. Uh, it's free. Katie was doing it, and it's nice. It's, it'll tell you where you stand right now, because your love language isn't permanent. Okay, if you took a love language test six years ago and you're like, oh yeah, I'm physical touch all the way, maybe you still are. But maybe some things in your life have changed and now you're more quality time. So. Well, let's get into what the five love languages are. Yeah, go ahead. So there's five love languages and these are just basic things that, these are the way that we receive love best or the ways that we feel the most loved or give love well yes and and give love um we need to be receptive of other people's love languages which is the whole point of this um because while we may receive love one way um we may need to give it a different way Mm -hmm. and vice versa so the five love languages are words of affirmation quality time physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. So, words of affirmation, though, that's going to be things like, I love you, you're amazing, I love what you did with your hair today, thank you so much for doing the dishes, I'm so proud of you, you're doing a great job at work, keep it up. Yeah. Quality time? It's giving person that time, that one-on-one time, you know, uninterrupted or... However you determine that time is, but usually it's that one-on-one time, you know? You just, you and that person doing your thing, being happy together. Mm-hmm. Physical touch, that can be anything from cuddling and holding hands to going and, I mean... Use your imagination. Yeah, use your imagination. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a big one for people. Um, acts of service, that would be going and doing the dishes, um, going and filling up their, their car with gas, um, taking out the trash, things like that. Things to kind of make them happy or lessen their burden, but it's the gift of giving them that service, which leads us to the last one, which is receiving gifts. And this one is kind of, it's almost all-encompassing because you can receive the gift of someone's words, their time, the gift of their touch, the the gift of their services. Um, But gifts, a lot of times, people interpret it as physical gifts. So a gift of, you know, flowers or... um, PlayStation 5. 
Yeah. PlayStation 5. Totally. <laughs> um, New flip phones. Yeah, uh, it could be like uh, I was, you know, I was out traveling and I saw this little panda bear statue and I brought it home to you because it reminded me of you. <laughs> Things like that. Um, that would be, you know, receiving gifts. And a lot of times people feel like they're selfish if they if they have, like, receiving gifts, but it is not a selfish thing because that's just a way that you receive love and receiving gifts does not have to be monetary. So keep that in mind. True. So I did my love language quiz earlier and my top two are uh, physical touch and quality time. I did mine this morning and those were also my top two. Yep. And a lot of times you kind of are going to have an idea of what your top ones are going to be, but sometimes they will surprise you. We did these, I don't know, I'd say maybe six months ago. Yeah. And mine didn't change. Mine did. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can remember it was acts of service. Yeah. And then quality time. <clears throat> and, uh, but that was a different part in our life back, you know, just a few months ago. We were doing a lot of stuff, and I needed more help. I was feeling burdened. I was feeling like I was taking on everybody's bullshit, and I was getting stressed out. Hence, nervous breakdown. (laughs) And just anxiety or whatever it was. But now that's not the issue. So now there's peace, knock on wood. (laughs) And I just like to reach over and just hold your hand. Like, that's, for me, that's, I I love that part of the day, just sitting there holding your hand. So, there's that. Yeah, I mean, it changes, you know, because we are always changing as individuals, whether you want to admit that or not. Everything that you are surrounded by influences you in some way. So, keep making sure that your love language doesn't change. I'd say, I don't know, maybe maybe try to do this quiz once a year with your your partner or even just by yourself. Yeah, or whenever, because it's not just about your partner. Like everything we said, these things relate to every type of relationship at every different age. So yeah, check one it of, out. One of the coolest things that I saw, um, <clears throat> there's... Uh, one of the websites is 5lovelanguages.com, the number five. And the quiz, there's like a quiz area, and it says that it's for couples, singles, teens, and children. So if you're having an issue communicating with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, this, if you don't know how to make them feel more loved, because you might think you're being a stellar parent and you see your kid is having some depression. You might not be doing anything wrong, but their needs are different. And the same for any other relationship. Crazy how all that works. That's insane. But it's super important, you know, like, you gotta understand where other people are. Getting their love and how they understand it, you know? How they receive it. 
Yeah, how they receive it and how you you receive it. And then not only understanding that, but communicating it. Yeah. Like, if I need a hug, I walk up and I say, can I have a hug? And it's not just like a little two-second hug. It's a good 30-second, minute-long hug. Because sometimes shit just gets on my head and I just need a hug. And it helps. That's the point in our relationship that we're at. And that's where I want you guys to go. I want you guys to surpass it. I want you guys to show us something. Like, that would be awesome. So, yeah, you know. Take the quizzes. Talk about this stuff. uh, Do some more research. Go Gottman. Or just sit down and talk to your partner. Try to figure this stuff out. And pay attention to your bids, your turns, how you're being received and not received, and why, and what did you do, and it's a lot. And you have to be open and honest about it. Yeah. If you're not open and honest about it, you are hurting yourself in your relationship, and Mm -hmm. thus, you're hurting the other person. And you might not have the intention of hurting that other person, but you are. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody does something wrong. Everybody... We're not perfect. No. So, you know, I saw a video of Jordan Peterson, the psychologist or psychiatrist, and he was saying, the most difficult question you'll ever ask yourself is, what am I doing wrong? Because you know. You know what's right and wrong. You know when you're not doing right. You know when you're cutting corners, when you're cheating, or when you're doing this or that. Ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? And then why? Now, be honest with yourself. Don't give yourself bullshit excuses that you wouldn't excuse from anybody else. Yeah, you can't be going, oh, I don't know why you did that. You know why you did what you did. Yeah. I was drunk. No. No. You know what you were doing. So, ask that question. It hurts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not fun. You find out you're an asshole sometimes. And... That's okay, because that just means you're human. Yeah. And either you accept that that's who you are, or you don't, and you make a change. But either way, you need to be able to know who you are. Yeah. And if because you want your partner to be long-term with you, or your friends, or whatever, then you got to know who you are, and show them. Mm-hmm. And keep them involved with your growth. Exactly. So, but you also have to reciprocate that to them, which is hard because you're being vulnerable and so are they. Yep. And again, you know, like sometimes, you know, like if you're like, let's say your love language is something like uh, physical touch and there is, is acts of service. You can't expect that they're going to be super happy that you walk up to them and give them a hug and that's just how they receive love and they should just be happy. Mm. Because that's not how they best receive love. They might have enjoyed the hug, but it would be more meaningful if you helped them do the dishes after dinner later. Yeah. So you might not like it or it might be neutral to you. But you need to, either way, like, you need to be aware of each other. Yeah. And communicate it. Like, don't be afraid to say, hey, look, I need this from you. Don't be afraid to say that with your partner. Yeah. 
because if I can't tell Katie I need this from you, she'll never know and she won't do it. And then I'll get pissed and resentful because she didn't do it because I didn't tell her and she didn't read my mind. She didn't just know that I wanted that. You mean you can't read my mind and just like, know all the things? Doesn't that make any sense? But how many people are in that situation in their relationships? They should have known. You should no. just know. No, no. It's awful. You don't know each other as well as you think you do. And even if you do, yeah. never, ever assume. Yeah, if you assume, you know what happens. Yeah, you know what it makes you. <clears throat> so, again, guys, all these things are just tips that, you know, they do work. And they, there is programs that you can pay hundreds of dollars for. I'm not associated with any of that, so I don't care if you do or not. But if you do... You'll get all their programs or whatever, but the, the shit's free on the website. Just read it, learn, ap apply what you can, apply what's relevant to you in your lives, and move forward. As long as you're a better version of yourself, who cares? Yep. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, we've kept you for almost an hour, and it's time to go play Minecraft. So, yay! <laughs> A little piece of chicken grease. Later. Bye.